right. Loved by many, hated by a few, respected by all, second to none. Loved by many, hated by a few, respected by all, second to none. That's right. The Commission Nation Network, the real CNN, the Commission Nation Network, because we're always in your hood because it's always good. That's right. The best radio show from Como to the Congo. <laughs> yeah, you heard that before. We was over at St. Phillips. Mm -hmm. We was over at St. Phillips the other day, and that's right. when I first said that. Now you know how it goes off when I say the best radio station from Como to the Congo. Now you figured how I'll roll all that out. <laughs> you see, just a few minutes ago when you came in, I was just so nice and mellow. Then all of a sudden, they run that to champions here. <laughs> Boom. I always have to have that. Uh, that's what I roll like. I roll like that. Everybody the Commission Nation Network. Go ahead. Everybody has to have a great intro. That's it. That's it. But, you know, I've always had that great intro. I've had that since 1970. Well, it was back in the day when I was at Carter High School. Wow. At CC Too Bad Too Bold. Carter High School. I know you know a little something about CC that. CC for life. That's CC <laughs> for life. That That's what machine. we're talking about. CC Somebody. for life. And, you know, this is what we're about this time because it is about life. It is about something that's going on right now uh, from Florida A&M all the way to SMU and all the way over here to uh, Weather Commission Nation Network. Uh, and I have these great guests. I'll uh, allow them to introduce themselves to you right now. We'll start on in. Good afternoon. My name is Marika Sterling, and I am currently serving as the president of the DFW chapter of the Florida A&M University National Alumni Association. I am also serving as the director of solution management for technology for Bottle Rocket Studios in my day job, and I am excited to be here. Oh, you put all those plugs yeah, in there. I yeah. sure did. Why not? You did. You did. Oh, oh, oh. So, and then what was the name of that other company now? Bottle Rocket Studios. Bottle Rocket Studios. Okay. Absolutely. Since you placing the plug for them, tell, them, tell me about them. <laughs> so we provide digital solutions in the form of applications and websites for companies nationwide. So a lot of the apps that you've probably used on your phone, we built and created. So we partner with companies to help realize their digital solutions. Okay. Absolutely. All right. All right. That's high tech for me. It is high tech. <laughs> well, high that's okay. Tech. We'll help you figure it out, too. We do consulting <laughs> services as a part of that as well. Well, you know, I went to Carter High School, so high tech, I mean, hey, hey. That's that's how that, the Cowboys that, do that, it. That, that's you what know? it is. That's what no, it is. It's a double whammy when you're a Cowboy and a Rattler. Yeah, oh, that's what, it, that's, that's what it's that's about. What it is. That's, that's what it is. That's that one-two punch. <laughs> yeah, what do you do? You do what, 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 you got to strike. And strike again. Yeah. Wait a minute. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up, Ron. You bring you bringing up old stuff. <laughs> talk talking to the mic. Tell them who you are. How y'all doing, everybody? My name is Ron Fry. I'm a Florida A&M proud University alumni from the School of Business and Industry, and I'm here with our fabulous president, Marika, and also my buddy Ed Gray here. So we're just glad to be here to talk about a few things that are going on in Florida, and also we got a big weekend coming up. Well, actually, week coming up next month, Marika, right? We sure do. What's going on next month? It's called Alumni Week. So we take a week out and do things and recognize Rattlers in the DFW area for the things that they are doing and to just have some spirit. You know, out here in Dallas, you don't always see the orange and the green, but when you do, you recognize individuals that are participating. You recognize uh, one another as we're driving on the street. You'll see someone just walking into the bank one time, you get the strikes. So starting on that Tuesday, we'll have a spirit event. We'll have an alumni appreciation day. We will also have some university officials join us on Thursday for a student recruitment event called Meet the Rattlers. So it's an opportunity for DFW students to come and fellowship with us. Ask all the questions that you have, whether it be about scholarships or what's the best route to take in order to try to pursue an education at Florida A&M University. Um, and then just fellowship and network with us. We'll have some 
former rattlers that that are there. We'll have some current. Um, we won't have any current rattlers because they are In currently on, on the hill <laughs> taking exams. Mm. But we we were working on trying to get some virtually, um, but not sure if we're going to be able to secure that. But we have some parents. We have a network of parents whose, whose students are currently at Florida A&M that can give some great insight to parents who might be a little concerned about the distance or have questions about the money or housing or how to navigate and move around. So that will be a great opportunity to meet with us and get some of your questions answered or just say hi. It's also a place at the time where Rattlers will come and reconnect as well. And then we'll start our regional conference the following day on that Friday. Um, so that Friday night, there will be a welcoming a welcoming session as well as a joint venture for the DFW chapter with our Far West region. And we'll be hosting our regional conference for the first time in Dallas. And at 7 o'clock, um, we will be having us a great time and being able to participate at the NBC Suites Dallas Love Field with uh, one another, and it's a Rattler-only event. A Rattler-only event. It's a Rattler-only oh, event. Man. So we're looking. Dang, ain't no sense of me right <laughs> but now. you're honorary, so nah. we, we can have you come. We can have you nah, come. No, ain't no sense of me right now. <laughs> so I was, I was, I was right, right. <laughs> you, said, you see how I said Rattler? I said like... But like, like, it was like, baby, my, my, my mom said, baby, they don't want you. No, 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 no. So you can't go to the that. one thing about Rattlers, we have some that are diehard like us, but we have so many that love us in so many different places. We actually have associate memberships in our alumni association. Oh, okay. For those that love us, we show love back. Oh, okay. See, Amen. so I'm well, just saying, you, know, that, that, that's you good. can be a Rattler. That's good. You know, because, you know, it, it's, it's ironic because I'm a member of the NFLPA, too. I never played a down of, oh. of NFL football, mm -hmm. but they made me associate member, so I get invited to stuff like that, you know. And, you know, it's always good, man, because I be around all these other athletes and everything, and people be asking me for my autograph and everything like I played. I, 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 I ain't played no ball, but it's good to be associate. Everybody needs supporters. Now, everybody, everybody needs supporters. And that gives me an a, a entree into saying how they can support the Commission Radio Show. It's supposed to be right now. It's supposed to be running right above my head. It's supposed to be the cash app that says how you can support it. Is it running there? Okay, so go ahead and support that because this show uh, is uh, put on through uh, generous donations from our guests and from those that are sitting at home and watching at home and watching on the iPhones or iPads and, and also through social media, which is eggray 1906 on Twitter and IG. We just was on IG. And you know we were we were there on IG and and Ron Fry uh, presented me with a gift and uh, I I want to share that gift with you so go ahead and and go on IG live and check it out in grade nineteen oh six and you'll see what that gift's about and uh, you know what we're doing here today we're talking about what's going on in Florida uh, in Florida in Florida A and M yeah. you know uh, what's going on in Florida. So there are a lot of things going on in Florida, but when is there not? Um, one of the things that we are currently dealing with are different legislations. And there are some legislations that are being considered and or passed um, that could possibly have an impact on the HBCUs in the state of Florida. And some of the ethnic groups, various ethnic groups, not just historically black colleges and universities, but the organizations within themselves and some of the classes related to um, college campuses and majors in general, all dealing with post-secondary education. So a lot of those are, are being questioned at this point. Question about who? So there, um, so there's a bill. I know um, you ain't got real serious. We were laughing, and, <laughs> and then all of a sudden serious it's just like, yeah, Lee. Well, you know, it's like a, it's always like it's always somebody in a party that as soon as you come through, everybody go like, what y'all talking about? <laughs> and then it's, it kind of went like that. So yep. it's one of those things to where it's disheartening. You know, um, you would think that where we are in the advancements that, that we've made as a society and in, as a country, 
that we wouldn't still be dealing with some of the, the things that we're faced with on a regular basis that deal with a DE and I in general. So dealing with diversity and inclusionism for everyone. And, you know, it's amazing that there is still the thought of having, if one group of people get something, that means that I don't get something else. And that is not the case in most instances. You know, there's always the saying, you can't please everybody all of the time. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, there's enough for us all. And one of the things that's dealing with um, some of the legislature that's being passed directly impacts minorities specifically and only in these situations where um, with H, uh, Bill HB 999. Right. HB 999. Mm -hmm. I checked that bill out. HB 999. Mm -hmm. I wrote it down. And if you invert it, it would be House Bill 666. <laughs> it's interesting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I've been waiting all week to do that. When, when I first <laughs> saw you at St. Phillips, I was going to say that, but I said, I wouldn't have anything to talk about. Uh, but House Bill 666. HB 999, what does it actually do? So I'm not the expert on that um, as far as like Okay, just break it down. What does it do to, to HBCU school? So the, the, we're not sure at this point because the language in the bill is vague. And so they're trying to sort through what impact it will have. It did pass um, 12 to 5. Um, but it was after there were so many individuals um, across the board that were from the public of all different races, gener generalities, and age groups that were speaking against it. It was still voted for. And so some of the impact that it, it could have is that African-American studies or women history studies can be pulled from the universities. Um, so if you have a diversity study program, there is the possibility that that will eventually at some point go away as a part of this bill. Um, like I said, I'm not 100% sure what that actually means for the university because what they're saying um, in general or what the bill is dealing with is um, eradicating or shutting down things that deal with specific ethnic groups or that are targeting the DE&I space, specifically. Now, why is this happening? So there is the thought of... So and who's the person behind it? The governor. The governor. Yeah. There you go. Is DeSantis. And he's running for president. Oh, uh, we think he's running <laughs> for president. He's I, made every, everything, you know, he's done everything except announce. Right. Uh, he's sort of like, he's the, he's the type of person who... who who goes to the car wash, tells somebody, no, worse still, person in church who comes in church and say, this is where I sit at every week. <laughs> this is my, you need to get up and move. Mm -hmm. So that's exactly what he's doing. He's telling black colleges, this is what I do because I'm running for president. And this is what, how I'm going to get Trump people to like me is by doing that. So it's dealing with the ideal of the socialist economy and the socialist um, theories and eradicating those mm -hmm. and separating those from government practices. And so that's the idea behind it. And so there are a lot of things that are coming up and that are being brought to the table as we all sleep. And so what I mean by that is there are a lot of things that as a culture and as a society that we're paying attention to that are irrelevant, but the things that we should be paying attention to were not. And so it's things like education. Okay. And what books are able to be presented or what's actually in our textbooks. We deal with that in the state of Texas to where a lot of our history has been erased or just not talked about or it's been removed from textbooks, and we have, we've allowed that to happen. So it's not being a part of those conversations to know that action is necessary. And it's the same in the state of Florida, and it's just continuing. And there are things that are popping up like this in governments and proposals all across the, nat the nation while we all sleep. You, you know, in, interesting, while we all sleep, it, it's like, 
we have governors in Florida and Texas that mimic each other. The we governor do. in Florida says this, then the governor in Texas says me too. Mm-hmm. It's sort of like a me too movement. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's what's, what's happening there. And my concern would be that if HB 999 passes, that we will have something similar like that in Texas. But we can't have that to be in effect the way, it, the way it's happening now. Because Florida A and M, tell me about the college. We have we have lots of black colleges here, TSU, Fairview, <laughs> and and I don't want to name all of them and then leave one out and then someone calls me out and say I shouldn't have did that. But you know, tell me about Florida A and M. Well, it's on the highest of seven hills in Tallahassee, Florida. That's the first thing we always let everybody know, uh, which is significant. But uh, Florida A&M University is, has uh, the number one HBCU public university by U.S. News and World Report. Just came out for the fourth year in a row. It, so that's remarkable for us, for a school our size, to be the top school HBCU. It's not Ron Fry saying it. It's not her saying it. It's U.S. News and World Report. So we're very proud of that under the leadership of Dr. Robinson, who's our president. And uh, we have a very strong... Uh, global alumni association, not just in the U.S. We have rattlers all over the country and all over the world that support our university. We have a number of uh, outstanding rattlers that we can mention, like Will Packard, who was, of course, a major movie producer. We have Common, who just recently received a um, honorary doctorate degree from Florida A&M from Dr. Robinson, and which Kay Michelle, I didn't even know, was in town last night, and she's one of our rattlers that performing here last night. But I can go on and on. But one of the things that we always talk about is excellence with caring, and that's the FAMU way. And I feel that FAMU has demonstrated a lot of great successes from our alumni, our instructors, and giving back into the community. So that's who FAMU is. Uh, that's what FAMU is, and that's what you are about as well. I first met you, man, how many years ago has it been? It's been a while. Back it's been, uh, yeah, 100 Black Men Days. And even before that, I knew who you were. Uh, before the 100, it was like, do you know who Ron Fry is? I don't know who Ron Fry is. Oh, you mean you don't know who Ron Fry is? I mean, everybody knows who Ron Fry is. Okay. Yeah. I mean, no, that's true. Okay. That's true. That's true. That's true. You do great work, man. So I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Ms. Sterling, it is, it is great to know you. And when I first ran into you this past, what, what day was that we were talking? Tuesday. Tuesday. Tuesday at St. Phillips. St. Phillips Academy. Uh, St. Phillips uh School. What's the proper name of it? School and Community Community Center. Community Center. We mm-hmm. took a tour of uh, St. Philip's uh, School and Community Center. We we seem to surround ourselves with people that are that are doing great in the community. And yeah, go ahead. Well, Ron. we are. And one of the things I really love about St. Philip's, and we had a great tour uh, this week with Dr. Flowers and his staff, is that so many of our ratlers here in Dallas have their kids going to St. Phillips. And so we, we want to start young, educating our kids, letting them know about FAMU, giving back in the community. And Rick has got some things that she's going to got plan with St. Phillips that we're going to be doing, and you can elaborate on that too. So what we're doing is we're looking to be able to work with the other HBCU alumni associations in the DFW area to continue to do volunteer days. We've done some volunteer days in the past, over the past two years, and looking to actually collectively have an impact on organizations within the DFW Metroplex. So partnering with Kim at this point to start having the discussions of where is the greatest need for the for the school and being able to possibly help meet some of those needs. Yeah, and Oscar Joyner, kids, I just found this out. Oscar's kids go to St. Phillips. Well, you just found out who's Oscar Joyner? <laughs> so he's dropping names and stuff like that. I love when people do that. He said, you know, but he's like, a rattler though. He's a rattler. <laughs> he's a major rattler. Tom Joyner's son. So there you go. Sam Hughes alum you go. and a great go. guy. And Kevin Crawford and Natalie Crawford's kids went yeah, there. Okay. And their daughters. 
up at Goldman Sachs. She's a St. Phillips uh, person, and Gerald Finney and Millicent. Okay, you, you name so the names we, I know. We, yeah. we love St. Phillips. You That's know, not commercial and, for them. And, I, and I, I, yeah, we did. We put that in there. Yep. We we told them that we were going to do that we too. Did. Absolutely, we said that. Yep. So we need to tag them and say, "Yep, we doing what we say we're going to do." We you know. So you know, we, we encourage yep. people to support St. Phillips and uh, Florida. AMU, you know, AMU. Yes. Fam U. That's it. Seven Hills. What's up with the Seven Hills? Seven Hills? Did I say that right? Seven Hills. It's on the top of the highest of Seven Hills. And you'll hear Rattlers say that over and over again um, because that's one of our taglines. <laughs> so Tallahassee, that's where it says, right? Tallahassee, Florida, the capital, the capital? of Florida. Yes. So now, if, if, if my research proves me correct, and it could be proving me wrong, but isn't the Seven Hills, the top of the Seven Hills, can you see the Capitol building itself from there? You can. Yeah. Okay. You yeah. glance off like, yeah, can you see? Can you? <laughs> <laughs> you know, you have to visualize all of it. And, and you still think about what I told you before. You better be ready when I said that on the show. You go like, this may be one of these setup ones. Like, now, no. there's no setup. You already know the answers to it. But they it? tell you at fam, you always be ready. If you're always ready, you never have to get ready. Yeah. So why did you go to? Why did you decide to go to Florida? A -A well, A and M. Florida A and M. At the time in which I went to school, um, our my high school, David W. Carter High School, was an adopted high school of FAMU, and we were the only high school outside of the state of Florida that had that distinction. Uh, we no longer do, but as a result of that, depending on your ranking class, you were awarded a scholarship and just automatically able to go and attend. And so I was eligible for that scholarship, and that was one of the full scholarships that I was awarded. Um, I grew up in Florida uh, for a small period of time. My dad was in the Navy. And so we were stationed in Homestead, Florida, which is about an hour south of Miami. And so it gave me the opportunity to go back to Florida. And it was a historically black college and university. When we were traveling around, um, I was often the only minority or one of few, and I wanted the opportunity to be amongst um, my people yeah. at, at any given point in time. So it gave me that opportunity, and I enjoyed every minute of it, and it was the best decision I ever made. I had the opportunity to go to other schools. I could have went to any school in the state of Texas uh, on a full scholarship. I initially wanted to go to Rice. Um, and that was one of my choices. That was the only non-HBC school that I wanted to consider. Mm -hmm. However, at the time, my mom said there was no way in the world she was going to let me go there because there was a possibility that I would come up missing. Why, well, Rice? Uh-huh. Really? Because at the time, um, there were some incidents that had happened that were dealing with race re race relations. So the things that we've seen mm -hmm. in the last few years that have mm -hmm. you know come back to the surface, mm -hmm were never gone. Mm -hmm. And so we're, it, there's more awareness about it right now because of the climate that we're in. It's resurfaced. But those problems were still occurring during that time as well. And so for my safety and. Just got to go to fam. Yeah. And like I said, it was the best decision I ever made. I never heard of family. You never did? No. Growing up in the DMV. Uh, you you do you breaking acronyms on a brother man. Uh, I mean you got DC Maryland Virginia hey, area. I, mean, I knew the DMV. Yeah, I, I, knew. I know you do. Yeah, you know, but, you but know, um, I never heard of Florida born in the district. Uh, you know, I knew. You know how I found out? How's that? I was at home one day watching a Welch's grape juice commercial, <laughs> and this band came on called the Marching One Hundred. Oh, they aren't did a you commercial today. Exactly. <laughs> at home. I was at home watching you TV. Sitting on the couch, right? Yep, sitting on the couch. <laughs> yep. And I was like, wow, Drinking look at this what, band. Wow, you messing up my flow. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Let me see if I got this right. Okay. You was in, 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 in D.C., right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's black. Mm -hmm. Sitting at home yep. on the couch. Mm -hmm. That's pretty well a black mm -hmm. thing. Mm -hmm. Drinking what? No, not drinking Welch's. Watching a Welch's grapefruit, grape juice commercial oh, that? that the Marching 100 was featured in. Okay, okay. And that's how I found about okay. you and then started researching it and then found out the great program called SBI, which is the School of Business and Industry by Dean Mobbin, and the rest mm -hmm. was history. And you've been associated with with the school system? Right, exactly. Been associated with the school. and But I also remember Dr. Ozan, who was 
Dean Mobley's assistant there. And he asked me a really important question when I was a you know, senior in high school. I went down to visit. He said, hey, Ron, because I told him I'd gone to Florida State to check them out. I'd gone to BCU, some other different schools, mm-hmm. College of Boca Raton. And he said, hey, um, if you worked for, if IBM was a recruiter and they came down to Tallahassee and they're looking for a sharp black accountant, would you want to go find that black accountant at Florida State? Or would you go to Florida A&M to hire that person? I sat there and thought for a second. I said, probably Florida A&M. He said, I'll see you in the fall. That's it. That was it. Well, obviously you're not lying because I'm looking at this news week. It says, watch out, Harvard. Here's Florida. A&M. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's it. So that's, that, that, that's, that's, that's pretty good, man, how that worked out like that, man. You know, I wish everybody could see uh, we're drinking out of these orange cups. So I'm looking at... <laughs> I'm looking at it on, online right now. The orange cups, is they're not orange. They're like yellowish. Like, oh, God, really? Yeah, because the lighting in here, because they got all this lighting, which is good. Oh, okay. But, but you know, this is it's, it's actually on. I'll it's, help you out. See? There you go. <laughs> but, you know, you know, hey, folks, this is sort of like back in the day when you had black and white TV and it, say it was in color and you had a black and white TV and you had to, what, I'm telling my age, I don't know nothing about that. <laughs> but when I was a kid, that's what we did. We used to imagine we had something in color. So, you know, what we don't have to imagine right now, Victor's right here on control right now. So, Victor, uh, I want you to go ahead and play a couple of our drops because we're coming up on the, uh, well, 450 mark. We're a little behind, 453. But play a couple of our drops, uh, the Mass Man drop. And then, uh, you know, I, I, I think you got some of that music you and your band was playing too. So play that, man. (laughs) All right, let's go. Who was that masked man? You mean you don't know? That was no masked man. That was the commish. Saturdays from 5 to 6 p.m. on the Fishbowl Radio Network. Hi, my name is Gail Todd with Townview Realtors. If you find yourself in the market to buy, sell, lease, or maybe you want to be a part of this hot real estate market by investing, just give my team of professionals and I a call at 214-675-9572. Again, that's 214-675-9572. Or you can email me at gtodd88 at yahoo.com. With me, it's all about you. Radio show back again. Uh, hey man, y'all were like jamming during that time, that break and everything. <laughs> I I didn't know what y'all were doing. I, I think Mr. Fry was cabbage patching and everything. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Right. Come on, school. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but you know uh, this this uh, HB nine nine nine. I I just uh, hope that this gets uh, worked out in the favor of HBCU schools mm-hmm. because we we really don't need anyone to be playing politics with DEI mm-hmm. diversity equity and inclusion. Yep. Uh, specifically, since you gave me this uh, this folder says. Uh, uh, the School of Business and Industry, mm-hmm. uh, with a, a lot of diversity, equity, and inclusion, we definitely need that in business and industry. Could you speak to that, Ms. Sterling? So with DE&I, it's, the whole thought behind it is to have a, a diverse group of ideas. And everybody has a different perspective based off of their viewpoint. And it's shaped by your experiences, whether it's culturally, environmentally, you know, 
um, or, biz, or in the business setting, and all of those help businesses come to different innovative solutions. You know, that's a good point. You know, you said diversity, equity, and inclusion. So when we look at diversity, equity, and inclusion, some people like to believe, as you just said, it's a us versus them type thing. So that means you're going to take away a job. No, but it doesn't necessarily mean that. What it means, diversity, diversity of opinion, Absolutely. diversity of thought, you know, that, you know, processes, that those are the things that it means. Well, if you have two men in a room, they're going to give you a male point of view. Mm-hmm. You have a, a female in a room, that doesn't change everything from being a, well, it does change everything. It changes everything from being a primary male perspective, but it does have inclusion to, to give you a female point of view. But it doesn't change the way everyone would think, but it does reflect our American culture and our diversity as well. Absolutely. And that's why we need different perspectives. If you look at different strategies um, in different environments, including the workplace, you would find that the best solutions are the ones that have different variety thoughts, people that make up those different thoughts. So having a woman, having having a man that's over 60, having... Um, Why you look at me when you say that? No, I'm, I'm, look, I'm trying to maintain eye contact too. <laughs> trying to look at the camera and, and look at everyone on the panel right. as well. Mm. But no. Um, but, that's, that's, but that's real But you though. need it all. That so, is real. Yeah. So I mean, because you do need it all. You absolutely do. And so having someone that's a millennial or someone that just graduated from college, everybody has a place. Yep. Everybody. There is room for everyone. Now, it may not be at the company you want it to be or in the group you want it to be, but there is still room for you. And this was something that I had shared um, when I'd given a tech talk um, at my company at one point in time. And it's just the point of find your place. If the place where you want to be doesn't necessarily suit you, make a different choice. Find a different place because there is a place for you. Everybody can have a voice somewhere. You just have to find your place. You, you know, and, and that's interesting you say that uh, I recently retired from uh, the company that I work with, and you guys will probably know the company if you've been following me for some time. And we had uh, uh, a diversity, equity, and inclusion program as well. And what I'm, and I'm going to clarify, it doesn't change some things because what it doesn't change is that you, when you have a system that is inherently racist, mm-hmm. you're not going to change it by having diversity, equity, and inclusion in it. Mm-hmm. But what you can do is change the trajectory of the shot. Mm-hmm. So I just want to make sure, because when I was saying that, I was concentrating on the, the next question, but I want to clarify that in case someone starts writing and said, that, what do you mean? That doesn't sound right. Mm-hmm. We need to have that. Yes, we do need to have that. Mm-hmm. But just because we have diversity, equity, and inclusion, it's not a panacea, a cure-all, if you will, of saying that now that we have that, then everything will be good. Because I give you a personal reference. At this company that I work for, we had this after the George Floyd, uh, the, the George Floyd, uh, I, I wouldn't even call it a riot, but the George Floyd occurrence. It, it, hell, it was a hell of an occurrence for him. He died. But... Mm-hmm. What, what happened after that was they call it the reckoning. Everyone has this word for it, the George Floyd reckoning, in which uh, American companies said that we now recognize. What the hell you mean you recognize now? Someone had to have a, a death to care for you to recognize it? But the bottom line was after they recognized it, we had this uh, group, uh, diversity, equity, and inclusion group that had a lot of what you just said older people, younger people, but then you had, after it was over with, so to speak, a year later, the uh, director, one of the directors uh, had a a call. We were still Zoom calling because it was COVID. He said, I can't believe that we're still doing this. So it was like a check the box type thing. Mm -hmm. D-E-I. Well, we got that. We did that. So that's what I mean by 
if it was going to change anything, he wouldn't have said that. He said it, though. And my immediate response was, well, I can believe that we're doing it. He says, why would you say that, Ed? I said, because I'm still black. <laughs> that doesn't change anything because we have this program doesn't change the system, but it does alter the shot. It's sort of like playing basketball against LeBron. If you foul him, you're going to alter the shot. Don't necessarily mean he won't score, right. but he will alter it. And, and that's what HB 999 is doing. We have to do things mm-hmm. at Florida A&M yeah. University and at SMU University. <laughs> University. Mm-hmm. And at any other U University mm-hmm. in Florida and Texas mm-hmm. to alter the shots that are being fired at us today. That's exactly right. I mean, that's one of the reasons we wanted to come on your show to, number one, talk about this issue of what's going on in Florida. And, um, you know, we're going to have a uh, April 13th. It's going to be a big day at FAMU. That's our day at the Capitol. Absolutely. And we're going to be up there. And we, they've been doing this for years. Even when I was at school, Ed, we had a day at the Capitol at FAMU. And that's where I got a chance to learn about the political system at Florida A&M and the great Carrie Meeks and meet her and other rattlers that were up on the hill, like Al Lawson and those kind of people. They educated us and showed us, you know, you got to be understanding the political aspects going on with FAMU and the state capitol. So April 13th is going to be our day at the capitol. So FAMU will be up there marching, talking, negotiating, talking to House of Representatives, Senate, and all that kind of stuff to help defeat this legislation and, and get the things and the funding that we need at our university and other universities too. And the most important thing about this is this: this show is not about what they didn't did to us. Whoa. And that's what uh, uh, Brother Curtis Johnson mm-hmm. had said. He said that uh, uh, we don't want to emphasize it. And I said Brother Curtis Johnson because he's alpha. Mm-hmm. And I just left the New Pi Lambda uh, chapter uh, picnic, and I, I, I felt so out of kilter. <laughs> I wasn't in my colors. So uh, the situation that arose with with, uh, Brother Johnson, he said, I I don't want you to be there talking about what they did to us. Mm -hmm. And this is what this show is never about, what they have did to us. It is what we are doing. This is what we are doing. What they did to us is a woe is me attitude, Mm -hmm. a defeatist attitude that says, look what didn't happen to us today. Mm-hmm. This show is never about what they have did to us. It is what we are doing. So exactly. go ahead. I, I agree with uh, Curtis Johnson, who is the FAMU National Alumni Association president, in the thought of it's starting the conversation, you know, making sure that we keep bringing up the topics that are important. Um, bringing awareness to those topics and making sure we have the conversation because if nobody's thinking about it it goes back to my comment earlier while we were sleeping what happened while we were sleeping and bringing up awareness and bringing things to the forefront is just that to start you know there's no harm in ever having a conversation you know it's like being woke you know we often say I'm woke, mm-hmm. I'm woke, I'm right. woke. Mm-hmm. So what are you going to do once you're woke? You know, I, I, I use the illustration of the point that one day I was woke and I was in my bed for a whole hour and a half, but I was still woke. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't do anything. I didn't make any moves uh, on this. How can we help people here in Dallas-Fort Worth uh, to waken themselves in Dallas-Fort Worth to help someone in Tallahassee? So there are always things that you can do no matter where you are. There are things in our world now that are online, um, for one, and pay attention to those things. The other things that you can do is to write your legislators or even write Florida legislators to tell, to voice your opinions about the decisions that are being made, about the impacts that they could possibly have, not only on HBCUs, but the um, the community as a whole, mm-hmm. um, if you're thinking about those things. And being it, just make your voice be known and make your voice be heard. Letters don't matter where they come from. You know, letters don't care where they originate. 
right. emails don't care where they originate. They're all digital. And so for that, all you need is a computer, an internet connection, and time to send it. And what you folks at home can do is you can share, such as Bobby Mitchell is watching, and he's sharing right now as well. And, uh, hey, if you're sharing, uh, Kevin Crawford, you know, uh, he, he is uh, uh, he's sharing as well. Uh, please share. Shout out to Michelle Jordan, Vice President of Diversity for AT&T and a Rattler. You know, so hey, you know, hey, there we go. So, and I already said where I worked at, so you already know what I said earlier. <laughs> and I, you, I'm not going to mention the company that I work for, but I just mentioned it just a second ago. <laughs> I, I retired, so I, they can't do nothing to me. <laughs> and when I when I did when I was working there, they couldn't do nothing to me then. <laughs> so you know, that's what it is, and. Uh, Brother Kevin Crawford, uh, Alpha Phi Alpha fraternity member as well, uh, he says that both of his kids uh, were uh, alumni of St. Phillips. Man, hey, he, mm -hmm. he, that's right. He said that. You said Dr. that. Flowers said, give him a call. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, do you have any email addresses we can send? I know I'm catching you off guard with that one. But we will put that in the chat unless you, you just happen to have them. Sure. Um, for the state, I don't off the top of my head. Right. But if you're interested in getting information from the DFW chapter, um, you can contact us at info at dfwfamualumni.org. Um, and our website, you can go to www.dfwfamualumni.org. Exactly. Okay. Now, we put this on your website, on your Facebook page now. So... Your folks can, can they looking at you right now. <laughs> there you go. Hey, Rattler. Yeah. <laughs> Strike so, I so, love my Rattler family. So you, uh, Ron, we did the same thing with you as well. Okay. So uh, you can go ahead and do that. And some people texting me right now. Really? And uh, just says that, uh, uh, well, they, they just text me expressing that support. So we want to make sure that, that you guys share this because one of the things that I've noticed that through social media is that anytime black folk black folk are doing something positive they don't push it out mm. now I guarantee you if I just uh, started doing something violent or anything like mm -hmm. that to anybody mm -hmm. you know it, shared it is shared everywhere mm -hmm. so but when we're talking about the fact that you know watch out uh, Harvard, here's Florida, A&M University, mm -hmm. you know, so we're talking about that, you know, it doesn't get pushed out, you mm -hmm. know, Newsweek, what year was this on? Uh, that was back with Dean Mobley, uh, that's probably like in the 80s, I would think. Yep. Mm -hmm. Late 80s. So, they don't push this out, they don't mm -hmm. push this out, but we want you to push it out. Mm -hmm. Tom Joyner Foundation. Yes, Explain sir. to me about Tom Joyner Foundation. You got this nice letter in here, man. Yeah, that was Tom Joyner uh, Jr. Um, years ago, <coughs> I started partnering with uh, Tom Joyner Foundation because Oscar Joyner, of course, is a FAMU, and Tom Joyner Jr., he is a uh, Howard grad, and their dad is a Tuskegee. So I came up with the idea of um, partnering with them since they uh, party with a purpose, Tom does, on the cruise. And I don't know if you've ever been on the cruise, but the cruise is off the chain. I'm joining the foundation. It's for How many of those cruises you been on, Ron? Just one. Just one. Well, just one. Yeah, just one. See, why we both started laughing? <laughs> <laughs> but I want to go on another one, believe me. I talked to Oscar about that the other day. But long story short, uh, I donate all the money for my annual birthday party in January to FAMU and also to the Tom Joyner Foundation. And you had some nice birthday parties. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. They are awesome. You, you, awesome. They're so. very awesome. So that one was, uh, what year was that? That's when we wrote a check for $3,000 to the uh, Tom Joyner Foundation when they we partner with them to and, help support. And tell them about your birthday parties. Man. Well, I've been doing a uh, annual birthday party here in Dallas, Fort Worth. Me and a gentleman named Devon White, who is 1906, uh, came up with the idea of doing a little bar birthday party in Grand Prairie back when I first moved here. And from there, it's just grown. What year was that? That was probably in. Ooh, 97, 98, something that, that's like when that. I, that's when I, that's when I, they told me about you, man. Okay. Yep. And yeah, Deborah Gaiman told me about you. Oh, Deborah, yeah. yeah. That's a really good friend of ours. And uh, it just grew, yeah, you know, God blessed us with uh, having the opportunity for my friends to come in from all over D.C., Chicago, Atlanta, bringing all them were there. We have a 
karaoke night at Benetti's. We did a, a wine tasting event at um, Michael's and Las Galinas with Fee and all them. And then Tuesday night we went to the Mavericks game and, of course, had some drinks in the Gentleman Jack Lounge, Jack Daniels Lounge. We got to throw that out. Yeah, you got to do that. <laughs> you had the brunch on Sunday. Yeah. We had the Top Golf brunch on, on – oh, it's Sunday we had the um, game watch party. Yeah, mm-hmm. at um, 413. My friend Angela there. And then Saturday night we did the big party uh, with um, Adosi Mesa over in uh, Off 75 and uh, North Park with my friend uh, Dre Lilly. Now, now Victor's he, – he listening on right now. But, uh-huh. you know, uh, Victor, I'm going to tell you this right now. Ron knows a lot of famous people. So, oh. you know, we, we, we chilling, <laughs> right? And, you know, you know, when you're black and cool, you, you can't be like, you know, like, oh, that's it. You can't do that. You just can't do that. He said, no, you can't do that. So, Ron you know, is local, local yeah, famous for Yeah, for so, him. you know, I, I became locally famous. <laughs> he was already there. No. So, I, Ron don't even know where I'm going with this I one. No, you see, that's why he goes, uh-oh. So, I'm sitting there, you know, you know, chilling, man, and everything, and Ron's like, cool. And he said, hey, man, I want you to meet this dude over here, man, holler at him. And so, I come and walk over there and say, hey, Emmett, this is a idiot. <laughs> and you now you remember that, remember yeah. That. It said Emmett, this is Ed, you know. So it was Emmett Smith. So I met him. This is this is where when Emmett was playing ball, you know. So you know we sitting there chilling, you know, doing that. We say hey, nice meeting you and everything. So Emmett gets out on the floor and start dancing. <laughs> Emmett was dancing, dancing, dancing. He was, he was, he was, he was and me and Ron said, "You look, you pretty good out there on the floor. You dancing pretty well." <laughs> And years later, mm-hmm. <laughs> he won what? Dancing, Dancing with, with the Stars. With the stars. Yep. So yep. he got he got started right there with Ron Fry's uh, part. <laughs> <laughs> so you need to take credit for that one, man. Yep, yeah. Well, you know, Emma's a great person and does a lot in the community and our frat brother, of course. And uh, he and Millicent, um, Gerald Finney and Millicent are real good friends with Emmett also. So they invited him to come out to the party. And it was fun. And man, all it was that. fun. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I meet a lot of people through you, man. Uh, We're good. Uh, mm-hmm. All yeah. about the FAMU networking. Yeah, that's yep, what it all is. about the FAMU networking. We're going to do some big networking of this. Now, uh, hold that up again. I, w- I wish we had that flyer to put put out there. We, I got to trust my work. Yeah, we'll do that one. We yep. do have it on our website and on all of our social Send media platforms. Send that to me. Definitely you know. we'll do that. And um, that is an event, a fundraiser event that's coming up at the end of Alumni Week, which is that Saturday night. I can go to this one, you right? Can, Yes, everybody can go to this one. <laughs> we, we would expect you to right, be there, what a especially, yeah, okay. especially if you're going to sponsor one of our tables. Exactly. <laughs> there you go. Great because yeah. what we do is um, we have a strong push and a strong effort initiative to help DFW Rattlers that are going to FAMU or those that are high school graduates that are aspiring to go to FAMU, we help them. So we provide scholarships to local students every year. This past year we were able to supply um, at least $13,000 for scholarships and we provide scholarships every year. So we're in the process of going through our evaluation process for this year. The application, pro- uh, the application deadline has already passed for the fall, but every year we're doing that. And it's always dependent upon how much money we raise throughout the year. Mm-hmm. And if we all automatically at the end of every year, half of the money we raise throughout the year goes directly back to the students in the form of scholarships or support. We do a student send-off every year. We, we help um, either sponsor students to where we get something off their wish list and send them off to FAM with a little something extra or we put money in their pocket to help because we know and we've been there what it's like to actually have to go through with all those expenses matriculating to somewhere that's as far um, from Dallas as FAMU, but also just the struggle that parents have in general. Okay. All right, and that is April 15th? April 15th, we have a VIP reception that starts from 7 Ain't that tax day? to 7.30. It is tax day. That's the way you're going to remember it. It's tax day. <laughs> and you say I looked up at you like, ain't that tax day? <laughs> it is tax day, so everybody should almost be about there with their refunds. So you should have money in your pocket <laughs> to, to be able to purchase the, these VIP tickets and sponsor tables. And so we have sponsorships at, at multiple different levels, but... The VIP reception starts at 7, goes until 7.30, and general admission is from 7.30 to 11, and it's going to be at the Kavanaugh Flight Museum, and the museum will be open for us to tour as well. So that's an an added addition. You didn't know that? An an added Mm -hmm. addition to 
coming to our event and partnering with us and celebrating Kicks and Cocktails on April 15th, starting at 7 o'clock for our VIP reception and general admission at 7.30. Okay. Sponsored by Deep Eddie Vodka. <laughs> Sponsored yes. by what? Deep, Deep Eddie, Eddie Vodka. Vodka. Deep Austin, Eddie Texas. Vodka. Yes, yes, sir. Okay, is it? That? No, nope, that's a different company. Okay, yep, okay. that's a different company. But Deep Eddie has been first to step up to donate all the vodka with the peach and the ruby red and all the different brands they have. And then we have another company, Oak Ridge Winery. Uh, Michael Clark, his company is going to do a wine tasting for us. And that's why you're one of my best friends. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's going to be a great event. Uncle. And Uncle Nearest just came on this week. They're going to be working with us to um, do the Uncle Nearest uh, nice whiskeys that they Uncle have. Uncle Nearest, yes, right. Oh, which is a black-owned company. Which is a black-owned black company. Right. Woman. Oh, really? Bond Weaver. And we're wow. still looking for sponsors for anybody that wants to partner with us. Yep. And you know that wants to help join us in helping raise scholarships uh -huh. money and helping us to be able to make a difference in the youth of the Metroplex. Yeah. Well, you know, this show is always about supporting black businesses, and we appreciate you for. Uh, letting us know about them. Let uh, well tell them about the show and everything, because that's what oh, this, yeah. is this is about. Absolutely. But you know, one other thing, Ed, I'm really, really excited about. I mean, I've been living in Dallas for 24, 25, 26 years, something in that range, and I have never remembered where FAMU was coming to Texas to play football. Oh yeah. So on the schedule this year. On the schedule this year. This year. This year. The Rattlers are coming to Houston, Texas Houston. to play Texas Southern University on October 21st. Well, what kind of classic is this? Everything's a classic. In black, black <laughs> this this isn't a classic for this once. Isn't? No, this is actually okay. a regularly scheduled a game regular scheduled as a game. part Whack. of the SWAC. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yes. So, yeah, it's going to be in Houston October 21st. We're going to come strong because I know everybody's excited about the Rattlers. H-Town. Yeah, okay. the H-Town. We're going to be down there. And then I got to give a shout out to the folks at Grambling Football and Friends because they have a gala they're going to do. You see, that's the reason why Ron, Ron drops, drops <laughs> everything. I want to give a shout out to such and such. such. They're having a party. Such, such, such. Yeah. They, yeah. I have to give it to Grambling, though. They started a 501C down in Houston called Grambling Football and Friends. And what they do is support all HBCUs. And they honor eight individuals at this gala which is going to be the same weekend as the FAMU Texas Southern game. So there'll be Tuskegee honoree. There'll be a FAMU honoree. There'll be a Howard, Jim Austin honoree. There'll be... Um, Jim Austin? Yeah, he's going to be the Howard representative. Really? Yeah. Okay. And it's all the raised money to help all the HBCUs support scholarships for all the kids. So I have to give a shout-out to the grandma folks for doing this. We need to have a FAMU football and friends uh, <laughs> Well, that's, that's what this is always yeah. about. Mm -hmm. HBCUs represent HBCUs. Right. It's just like... Divine Nine represent right. Divine Nine. Exactly. And, uh, we're all in this together. So we want all you all to come down to Houston with us. Okay. October 20th for the gala. And then October 21st, we're going to be tailgating, drinking, tailgating. football, striking up with the Texas Southern University alumni. And actually, Jim Austin and I are putting together a bus trip to take people from Dallas down to Houston that weekend. So all stay right. tuned. So we need to get Jim Austin back on the show again. That's on right. That. So you know what? Is there anything else you want to cover here? Well, the last thing is just the, the honoree that they have this pillar award. Now, this is going to be the top person that Friday night in Houston is going to get that award. And this gentleman is really doing some things great in, in the community. His name is Tony Wiley. If you go to TonyWiley.com, that's his website, he will be what they call the pillar award. And Tony is actually a Texas Southern University alumni. He lives up in the Washington, D.C. area. He's been an NFL executive for over 27, 28 years with the Washington Redskins, vice president of, uh, well, excuse me, the commanders now. Uh, <laughs> we'll be politically no correct, yep. No we'll get in no commanders, uh, the uh, Houston Texans. He was VP for, their, uh, for public relations there. Good friend of my brother, Daryl Fries at Disney. And he's been in the NFL a while doing great things. And just uh, over like maybe four or five years ago, he was the keynote speaker at Texas Southern University. So he's going to get the Pillar Award, and I'm so happy for him. And uh, he's from uh, Texas Southern University, and on top of that, you know, obviously he worked for the Houston Texans too. Okay. All right, we got one more uh, drop to play, and okay. uh, then we're going to close out. But, uh, you know, this show is always about supporting uh, 
our own, and this is the reason why I want to uh, go ahead and do this drop right now. Uh, what we're going to play right now, Victor, is uh, uh, Joy Spencer uh, is a good friend of mine. Mm. And uh, you know Joy Spencer? I've met him before. Yeah, yeah. saxophonist. Yeah, can blow. Yeah, saxophonist. Mm. You know, so she she's doing uh, doing her uh, concert this evening at uh, the Hervé Event Center, which is oh. a great place. Uh-huh. Uh, own African American owned as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, located at 1707 South Herve Street in Dallas, Texas. Oh, yeah, so uh, it's a great place. It's a great place. Okay. You need to check it out. Irvay. 1707 South Herve. 1707 South Herve. So okay. uh, what, what are you going to play, Victor? Want to hear Sweet Dreams? Sweet Dreams. Let's play Sweet Dreams because, you know, uh, that's what we're going to do. We're going to be dreaming <laughs> sweet. You know, uh, so. Uh, we'll come back after that. We'll close out with our guests, uh, Miss Sterling and Mr. Fry. But meanwhile, let's listen to the sounds of Joyce Spencer. And the reason why we play these sounds is so simple, because Facebook has always been filtering it out, saying, hey, look. And I got around that because I said, give me my local artists, and I got permission from them on that. Okay. So let's play that. Because you know what? Florida A&M University is hot. And we're going to close out because we listen to the sounds of Joyce Spencer. Go ahead and roll that down just a bit. We're going to talk okay. over that. You know, uh, so we'd like to thank you for coming on the show and everything. Uh, so, uh, hey, you're listening to Joyce Spencer. Uh, hey, but uh, we'll uh, 
let you guys have the last word, and then we'll fade back into Joy Spencer, and then we're going to fade out the door. Okay. But I can never be faded. <laughs> so <laughs> she, she, she thrown off again. No, okay. I'm not thrown off. <laughs> not I'm just guy. waiting for my turn. You're waiting for your turn. <laughs> there you go. So, um, first, thank you for the opportunity. It's been great um, just being able to fellowship and uh, being able to share opinions on your show. So, really greatly, greatly appreciate it. I wanted to give a shout out to the FAMU women's bowling team who is in the SWAC championship right now. And they just won uh, the set three of three. They need to win one more to make it to the winner's bracket. Mm. So just want to encourage those young ladies that are pressing through and giving a shout out to Coach Karen Brown, who is retiring after this. So trying to send her off with a great bang. And so thank you, thank you, thank you from the alumni um, for everything that you've done and all the sacrifices that you've made to continue to have our programs and help our programs excel. And so just wanted to say thank you. Hope to see everybody out for Kicks and Cocktails April 15th. And just thank you. All right. All right. Mr. Fry. You bowl? I bowled. You bowled? I bowled. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I love Commission Bowl. Last time I bowled, it was with Cheryl Smith's uh, uh, Don't Believe the Hype. Yep. You know, I had I had my draft choices out there. Uh, again, <laughs> I, I, NFL players. Oh, everybody really? was NFL mm-hmm. players. NFL players, yeah. Sure yeah, brings them every, out. Everybody, no, but that was on my team. Oh, everybody that was on your team? Everybody was on your team. Oh, okay. Yeah, How'd I you was, get that lucky? I had Reggie DuPont, you know. Really? I mean, I had them all out there, man. Right, she right. Said, How'd you do that? Cheryl does it. Well, maybe yeah. we'll see you the fourth weekend in June. Fourth weekend in June. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's normally the fourth weekend in June yeah. that Cheryl has everybody come out, Cheryl Smith. So want, just wanted to, you know, put that out there. So That's if right. you see this orange and green coming orange through, green. striking, <laughs> striking everywhere you can, you know, them, put those fangs up. No, they're rattlers everywhere, even in the DFW Metro. You got bit to laugh. Yeah. Hey. Make, make so hey, you know, people coming by waving and everything. But you know, I like to thank you again. You know, I, I'm I'm gonna be up all night thinking about how I can help you guys out. Thank you. And one of the reasons why I'm gonna be up all night long. It's because I'm going to be drinking the official coffee <laughs> of the Commiss Radio Show. This is uh, Dilla Roasters, Dilla Coffee Roasters, located on Ross Avenue, uh, 3823 Ross Avenue. Ross Avenue. That's right. So uh, if you go on my Facebook page, you'll see uh, I was there earlier today. Great coffee, uh, Ethiopian coffee. Mm. Uh, they ground and roasted it right there in front of my eyes. So I know it's fresh because it was a coffee bean when I first came in there and I saw them roast it and they did it. So that, you know, and that's what I'll be drinking the official coffee of the Commission Radio Show. So we want to go ahead and close out with them. Uh, as always, we'd like to thank you for listening to the Commission Radio Show. Uh, thank, thank you again. Of course. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you again. Or what we can do is play some of Joyce Spencer's music. Again, mm-hmm. she's located. Uh, she will be at 1707 South Irve in downtown Dallas. Oh, I don't even know whether not downtown Dallas. It's <laughs> South Dallas. They, they keep doing it, changing the name of everything. Oh, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. But exactly. if you're on Irve Street and you're at 1707 at the Irve Event Center, you're in the place to be because she will be playing it saxophone so we'll go with saxophone and we'll be seeing you real soon on the commission radio show let's roll this
saxophone. Yeah. 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 Yeah.